This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. We all know about the Nobel Prize. They give away a lot of them in different categories, mathematics and economics, finance, all that kind of thing. Well, here's a Nobel Prize winner in the area of finance. His name is William Scher. Never heard of the guy, but I love the quote. He says, the nastiest, hardest problem in finance is turning retirement savings into a predictable stream of income over a period that could span years or even decades. So at this point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving the Nobel Prize to Chris Hoffman. (laughs) (laughs) The words nastiest, hardest problem in finance. And he points to turning your investable assets into a predictable stream of income. I mean, that sums it up. Yep. And part of that planning process in the retirement roadmap is putting together an income plan. And it's a key to a successful retirement. So, you know, here's an exercise for our listeners. If you're listening right now, take out a pen and start writing down all of your investable assets, your 401k, your 403b, your IRAs, your Roth accounts, your after-tax money, even your bank accounts that have cash Mm -hmm. and, and map it all out. And most folks that I talk to for the first time, they can bring that out off the top of their head. Yes, I'm worth a half a million dollars. I'm worth a million dollars. I'm worth how many Mm -hmm. ever million dollars that they've got. And now right next to it, how much income it can send you annually. And you may not have the income turned on to be sent to you, but it may be generating dividends that are being reinvested. That's fine. But do you know how much income your 401k, your 403b, your stock accounts, your bond accounts, how much they can generate for you. And that's where the rubber meets the road. And that's the nastiest, hardest problem in finance. Mm -hmm. It's people making a connection to decoupling from, I have to have this market grow for me to thrive and survive. Well, it's not going to grow forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's, let's get it on the table Let's have a therapeutic session. We know that eventually the market will take back 10, 20, 30, 40, possibly 50% of the market's valuation will fall. And if you write out how much income you can generate from each one of your portfolios and you add Social Security and pensions to it and the like, are you generating at least 4% return? Is your money paying you 4% or more? And if it's not, you don't have a plan to retire and generate income unless you have a huge pension and social security. Mm -hmm. And then you can get away with, you know, parking it at 2% CDs and that type of thing. But historical levels of CDs back when my dad retired, it would average 4% back then. You could take your money, put it in the bank, make 4%, add social security and pensions to it. You were done. You can't do that anymore. You're hard pressed to find anything at the bank over about two, two and a half percent. And now the Fed's back to lowering interest rates. So now CDs, I think, are going in the opposite direction. They were going up. Now they're going back down. But you need to run that exercise. You need to know how much net worth you have, but you need to know how much income it's generating for you. 
Now, Chris, when we talk about income, Social Security is one of those guaranteed parts of the income stream. And there's a lot of different thought on how people should take their Social Security. It very much depends on what you want to do and what age you are and what you've done over your lifetime. Some people think they should take it early. Some people think they should wait till the last possible moment at age 70. This is David Bach, and he wrote an article called Smart Couples Finish Rich. He's under the impression that people should take the money early. I recommend if you don't need the money, this is very counterintuitive, if you don't need the money, you take it early. And people go, why? At 62, 63, 64, you're in the best shape of your life, at least at that point. You can take extra vacations, you can travel first class, you can get a bigger suite on a cruise, you can enjoy the money, you can give it to your grandchildren. There are so many things that people in their 60s can do to enjoy that money. So if you don't need it, I suggest taking it early. Unfortunately, if you do need it, it pays to wait because it's worth so much more money. And that's the part that's unfortunately unfair for those who haven't done a good job of saving. It seems a little flip-floppy, but I think that makes sense to a certain point. Do you agree or disagree with that? I largely agree with his points. I think they're spot on. And I find consistently when we're doing retirement analysis and generating planning for clients that we're nudging toward full retirement age, 66 and X amount of months or 67. Mm -hmm. If you need it, you know, use it, trigger it, use that as your guaranteed income stream versus having to pull from your cash accounts or your investable assets. So if you need it, that that's typically an easy one. Hey, I've, I need the income stream. I don't want to deplete my assets. I'll pull it. But what he points to, which is consistently coming up in our financial planning process, is that if you don't need it, the client, the individual investor says, well, I don't need it. Maybe I'll defer until 70 because I get this 8% increase. What we're finding is we're recommending oftentimes that you should trigger it at full retirement age. And if you don't need that money because you have other income streams, you can reinvest it. Mm -hmm. And you can reinvest it in low risk, even low return assets, but you've got an investable asset there. And when we do that in the plan, we run a crossover. It's a you know an analysis between full retirement age and deferring it until 70. And if you trigger it at full retirement age, you're accumulating assets on Social Security early. So you'll you'll start to bank some of that money. And then compared to triggering it at 70, it starts to eat away at what you've accumulated. And there's a crossover point. And that crossover point, if you were to reinvest it even at 2 or 3%, gets pushed out by about five years. So instead of the crossover point being late 70s, early 80s, it may be mid-80s before you're better off deferring until you're 70. Now think about it. Are you trying to make money when you're 85 or 90 years old to enjoy? I mean, who's traveling the world? Very few of us are going to end up at 85 or 90 years old traveling and you know, going on cruises, traveling across the world, going and visiting family in different states. You want to do that to his point, and I agree with it, when you first retire, when you're 60, 65, um, 70. So, you know, oftentimes, and it's not an absolute. So let me, let me paint the other picture here. You will want to wait until you're 70 if you're working, mm-hmm. um, most likely, because you don't want to exacerbate an income stream and get a bunch of taxes on Social Security. So that's one uh, scenario that we look at. 
The other scenario is if you have a substantial difference in age of spouses and the older spouse may want to wait until they're 70 because they're probably going to pass away early. And if the other spouse doesn't have a substantial amount of social security income, they're going to want to step into that higher number. So that's why we draw up the analysis. And it's not absolute to trigger social security early or at full retirement. But I'm saying that a large majority of the time we're recommending to take it at full retirement age of 66 in a few months or 67. Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at 5 on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and WSB are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when Deemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia, number 163546.